welcome back to the Daycare Mom Podcast with Karen. On my last episode, I mentioned how we would be going over the different types of daycares. However, I wanted to focus on a couple of options specifically. Being in home daycare, I go through parent interviews. And with first time parents or parents that have never had their children in any sort of care, there's a learning curve that they go through. Sometimes with those learning curves, they don't quite understand what to expect from home daycare providers. So that may cause some nervousness, intentional to unintentional helicopter parenting, or the worst possible scenario is they treat the provider like they are an employee and try to dictate what should be done within the provider's home. As a provider, if you feel this is something that is starting up, that is currently occurring with the family in care, or if you as a parent feel that you need care but are not ready to have your child leave the home into someone else's care, then a nanny is highly suggested. I used to work as a nanny during the summers in between semesters at school, and my role was to go to my client's house, clean, make beds, laundry, light cooking, dropping off and picking up the kids from school or their activities, and helping with homework. I was this family's employee. I worked for them. The parents told me what they needed to get done and it got done. Some families need this too due to the parents scheduling or due to them not wanting their kids um, outside of the home into somebody else's care, but they need somebody to help them at home. Someone with more flexibility and a nanny schedule can fluctuate based on the needs of the parents and some are live in or some are live out. When looking at a home daycare, you are looking at someone who takes a daycare center approach and shrinks it down to a more intimate setting where the ratios are small, the kids get more one-on-one attention, but they are still taught life skills, educated and developmentally appropriate lessons and activities. And for me, the most important part is that they become part of the family. In a home daycare, the provider facilitates the activities and runs the program as they see fit. So when you first begin interviewing a provider, ask what a day in the life is and what activities they do. That way, you as a parent know what to expect. And at that point, you can determine if that is something you want or if you feel more comfortable, you can go looking into a nanny or a different approach. The worst thing about being a provider is to have a potential family already treat you like you are their employee. As providers, we're not employees. We are providing a service and we love parents to be a part of what we do um, so that collectively we do the very best for each child. And again, the feeling of having a family is really important to a lot of providers. Then we move on to daycares. Your typical daycares, they're pretty straightforward. They're mostly privately owned and they run their programs with very little to no parent input. The ratios are a lot more than you will find in a home daycare. So unfortunately the one-on-one time is very limited and it is more like a school feeling, school programming kind of thing. And um, daycare centers range from infant to kindergarten with some even offering kindergarten programs. Then we have the cooperative preschools. This option is something that is pretty cool because of the amount of parent involvement. Basically parents will form a board and each parent takes turns in a different position on the board, such as president, vice president, treasurer, but they each take a, take a turn 
each year or each semester, I guess they would call it. Um, these parents will hire usually two staff because it's a one classroom kind of thing because it's a preschool program, so it runs from two and a half to four years old. So they will hire the two staff to run their preschool program. The day is split up into a.m. and p.m. classes. Some do run all day, but usually I see the two split classes. And each day there would be a parent volunteer to assist in the classroom. The parents allow the staff to create a program. However, there is a lot more parent involvement and input. And parents also are responsible for fundraising and doing different things to really promote and support their program. In this option, you would need at least one parent in the family with a really flexible schedule to be able to do the parent volunteer um, days and, and participate in certain activities. But regardless of which choice you make, please make sure to treat each other with professionalism and respect. Having your child in someone else's care is never easy. So the, to better your relationship, with your provider, the better it will be for everyone involved. We're all here with the same goal, to help educate, offer a safe, nurturing environment, and offer support to our families. So on my next episode, I will be looking into contracts for daycare services. Contracts seem to be a bit of a daunting task when starting a new daycare, and as a parent, it sometimes feels like it's the last thing on your mind when you're looking for a daycare. However, I assure you that contracts do help in the betterment of the relationship between provider and parent, and also helps set the expectations from each party. So please join in the conversation and join me on Instagram at the underscore daycare mom podcast where you can submit questions and join in the conversation thank you so much for joining me today i look forward to chatting with you again soon on the daycare mom podcast bye bye